Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of League Lore and More. This week we will be having a discussion about the jungle role as we continue our five-episode, but now six-episode series on uh, the state of each lane, of each role, and you know a broader discussion on each. And this week's discussion about jungle went really, really long, so we're going to split this into two episodes and have the tier list of all the, the champions be uh, released next week, um, as that went for a considerable amount of time. And so, yeah, so if you're expecting that this week, it won't be on this week. And then also, um, I think there were some moments in the initial discussion prior to the tier list where uh, the guests, uh, Mike was cutting out. Um, that wasn't really something that was an issue with me. I think it was just Discord was acting up. So I do apologize um, for any disturbances there, but uh, it's not really something I could do anything about. And yeah, I think that's it. And uh, we'll pick this conversation up again in one week so hope you guys enjoy the interview okay so with the previous two guests uh i chose not to dox them so we, we use summoner names here so okay so uh in order not to dox you please don't dox me drew duckery 1996 is here oh, um, i don't bank uh, at um, uh yeah i mean that's probably didn't it used to be the normal name and then your act like your actual name and then it, you lost that account somehow or... i uh no my first league of legends account i I literally typed it in there and because I thought it was going to take my summoner name and make it my like login name. So I want to make it something that I would remember. And the irony of it is I, it didn't do that. And I spelled my name wrong. So I would have never <laughs> been able to log in if it used it anyway. Um, so, and then I had people in games later, like, message me and be like what an idiot you used your first name last name <laughs> and your uh year of birth and i was like who's the idiot dude try to dox me you won't, you know, <laughs> it won't work i for like i guess to explain that joke like i spelled my last name completely wrong my last name isn't duckry and, and so yeah <laughs> uh, i hope that makes sense when people are listening back to this <laughs> Yeah, just um, a slight. Uh, I thought once you said that you were like talking with um, like Riot support or something, and they asked why you used. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> One of the guys laughed at me, dude. He like, cause my account did get stolen once. Um, oh yeah. Some and like I had a bunch of new friends on my account that I didn't know who any of them were. <laughs> like someone actually stole it and used it, and um, and I got a hold of Riot Games. And he's like, well, what's your username? Yada, yada, doing like some verification stuff. And he's like, he, he literally said, dude, he used the word dude. Not very <laughs> he goes, he goes, dude, you, you, you might want to change your user or your, your name. And I was like, 
you're gonna give me the blue essence, dude. Who's gonna? <laughs> I can't afford it, and you guys are greedy mongers. <laughs> it's pumping out a champ every two months. I don't have enough blue yeah. essence to change your name. I'm I'm losing every penny I make in my IRL job because you guys won't give me a little blue essence to change. <laughs> Getting doxxed over and over. Anyway, okay. Uh, do some more icebreakers here so <laughs> what's your favorite champion so either as a jungler since we're talking about jungling or just in general so this one's hard because i've never like i've never mained anything like i i always play i basically watch youtube videos and whatever like whatever the youtubers are playing obviously i like it gets me excited to play that champion mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna do like what my lately my favorite is <clears throat> Um, right now it's between, uh, I don't even know how to say his name, Vago, Vago, and, uh, and Victor, which also this podcast, I hope I don't make it run long because of all my side notes, but no, it's fine. between you and Jake's tier list last week, I yeah. think you, I think you put Victor at like a C or a D. Yeah. You're so wrong, dude. <laughs> He's so strong right now with like. So the item change, I know you mentioned that the item change is weird, but the item change is a good thing because A, frees up a slot that can defi- that you can fill with something that gives you better stats or like optimize a little more for the other team versus like, I think the core just gave you, um, I think it just gave you like flat AP and then maybe like some mana regen or something before. Gave you a bunch of mana and gave you a bunch of AP, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I felt like if if the core was bad stat wise, that it would have gotten changed a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's bad stat wise necessarily. Like it might be gold efficient, but I like being able to optimize for the other team. And Vic okay. is one of those champs, like that you can play so many different ways that you might not just want flat AP. Like, you might want, like, right. the Rylides for the slow or something. Um, and then the other thing is that the passive, gaining the upgrades by kill and by farm, um, you do have to have a jungler that's focused on helping you get the upgrades. Um, and then I think if you have that condition, the like, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think he... Um... I think he's harder to to play well than a lot of other champions, so that might have had to I ranked him lower. He's very high. Like if you don't um, like the lasers, kind of hard to aim. We'll mm-hmm. give you that. The lasers, I miss do or like I misfire the laser a lot, and that's like a bulkier damage. So, but if you like had boxes to check on, like what makes a good champion, like. He has a move speed steroid. He has a shield, a slow and a stun. If you alt, you literally press R on their ADC and your alt just chases their ADC and kills it. Like if it wants to fight, the ADC hovers it and it kills it or it has to run away from it and the ADC is now a non-factor. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know if he's asked here, but I disagree with. I think Jake put him at like A or B, which yeah. is kind of where I would. Jake likes playing him too, so yeah, and I could be biased because he is like he's super. I fun. mean, but then that's part of like the tier list is also like we. I tend to like I'm not looking at stats and stuff, so it's it, <laughs> I like those to kind of just be like how you feel as like well you then i'm gonna say that your opinion is completely wrong okay there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right so my favorite is viego and victor right now mainly just because victor's like when i go to play mid uh i'm not good at the lane so he's a super safe champ with his q and his stuff like he and and i usually run ghost on him just because that's what boy boy does so like it kind of makes up for like i can play mid and still hang in the game, even though I'm terrible at it. So that's why I like him. And then Viego is just like, Viego's just disgusting. I think. I really like the idea, like that of Viego's champion and like what he does. It's just really annoying to play against when he goes like Dude. invulnerable for like half a second, like five times in a fight when he's yeah. just changing and the other people. And he's like on par. Like he's slightly below par with Aatrox healing it's right so gross i've seen him i've seen like the actual 1v5s where he's not super fed like 4 and 0 4 and 1 and it's just like switching between characters <laughs> and like perfectly casting and like using his passive for the double hit on people and healing off it mm. it's so gross and yeah. dash and visibility like they're just putting everything in everyone's kit nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just give him a dash. Uh, Let him become every right. champion. Let him literally become. Yeah, we were like, we thought Silas was disgusting <laughs> when he could steal an ult. Yeah. It's like, well, we won't oh. give him the ult, guys. Oh, we'll Nico. just give him every other skill. <laughs> oh, Nico can disguise himself as any champion. Yeah, that's Oh, the, that's Silas the... can take your ult. Oh, my God. Dude, someone needs to make a meme where, like, you know how they do the monkey slowly evolving and standing up into the yeah. human? They need to do like Nico into Silas into uh, Diego. <laughs> and then the next one is just whoever can just completely become the other champion. Like you can just swap. Yeah, you can like, literally just. You don't even have to be in the game that you can just swap. And then the final one is just your impermanent champ select and you can just like <laughs> at will. <laughs> you're like Abathur and Heroes of the Storm. You just yeah, you, yeah. You then the last one's Abathur. Okay. Am so I champion... vo- is is my volume and everything good? Yeah, you're fine. Okay, cool. What champion most resembles you in real life? So we took this the, with my other guests. We've done either physical appearance or personality, and I mean you can do both on this one too. Um, but i mean we've had somebody say scion and kogma so uh yeah I, who who said that caleb said he thought he was like scion yeah? yeah okay um so this one i thought i was thinking along the lines of like personality more so mm-hmm. and this is a little bit nagging on myself but i just wanted to be real so I'm thinking it's along the lines of Set or Ezreal. <laughs> okay. Um, so two a bit different personality. <laughs> well, Ezreal's like, uh, 
he's just like into himself, even if he does shit wrong. Sorry. Oh, am I allowed to curse too? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Okay. All right. I'll leave the F word out or do my best. <laughs> um, he's like, see, just seems like the adventurer that is like, I'm the best adventurer ever, even though he'll he like fails a lot or like raids tombs and gets. He's always talking about like getting caught and stuff like that, and like knows that things aren't necessarily going. Mm-hmm. legally i guess or I, I don't know exactly and then set is just got like i don't think i have little man syndrome but sets like i'll fight anyone so uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're small big remember i'm small big, dude. <laughs> so yeah those are my two and i didn't give it a ton of thought i'm sure there's someone who fits a little bit better but yeah and that's how I play league too. I just constantly want like I play really well when I focus on farm, but the problem is is I just constantly am trying to fight the other person in lane. Uh-huh. So those are mine. Who did you say yours was? Um for like which one? Uh the who do you represent or who represents you? So like personality wise or like physically? Well, who have you just said in the past interviews? Uh, so I said personality is Orn. Um, he's yeah, he, <laughs> just indifferent, dude. <laughs> yeah, just, just I could be fighting. Just leave me alone. Uh, yep. um, yeah, that's good. And then, uh, I mean, there's only a certain number of like male human characters that you know look like me. So, yeah. Um, like Jason, just Graves somebody with like... a chiseled, bearded jawline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. All right. So you have a popular theme, movie series, book series, TV show that you would like to see turned into League Love Legend skins. Not that they would be because League Whoa. doesn't do. This was like not that. in the list of questions I was sent. Yeah, it was. Getting a little blindsided. Oh, that was in there. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, read it again, real quick. Give a like a movie series, book series, TV show, or a theme of some kind that you would want to see turned into League of Legends skins. Skins, okay. Um. So we've had like, you know, people just use the easy ones and stuff. Let's say Star Wars and. Yeah. That's tough because, like, obviously I would like to see skins from my favorite stuff added, but it's hard to think of something that, like, thematically would, like, fit into League of Legends Uh without without it feeling forced, like. Sure. So, hmm. I've always been a big fan of, like, I really like Heimerdinger's hazmat suit because it reminds me of Breaking Bad. (laughs) though <laughs> i guess that would be hard to make in a sense maybe like rick and morty or something yeah i initially had that uh a few weeks ago and there's just a lot of different looking things in rick and morty too mm-hmm. so the know. problem is is like the art styles are not similar and like thematically right. everything in rick and morty is like hyper cartoony and mm-hmm. sci-fi e. Well, who would who would get the Rick skin then? 
you could perfectly do a Heimerdinger Riddick Ken. Yeah. Like I guess that or like Victor could Victor, be yeah. yeah. Heimerdinger would be funny because Rick is like in the cartoon he's tall and everything, but Heimerdinger mm-hmm. could totally be like old man with a bald spot, Rick. Yeah. But Victor, they could almost just copy and paste Rick's model into the game. And it would be perfect because he's like taller and slim. So that would be mm. cool. <laughs> I don't know if there would be like are there any like insecure Mortys in the game? Yeah, I don't. Um... A Moo could be Morty. <laughs> like, oh man, no one wants to be my friend. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um... And then Nar could be the guy who's like, we're going to squanch him. Because <laughs> he literally is Nar. They're the same character. Um, Are you talking about the one, uh, like, Morty's son? When he... The Squanch guy? I don't know if it's that episode. No, so do you remember when um, Birdman is marrying Summer's friend? Yeah, I know. Yep, and so... Okay, yeah, okay, I was thinking about Meganar. And... So yeah, yeah, I know Squ- yeah, Squanch works perfectly for yeah, But Mininar. the thing is, is Mininar... No, the Squanch guy rips out his tooth, one of his teeth, and like drinks... Uh, oh. I believe drinks a thing out of it and grows into oh, this massive okay. like yeah. beat him up guy. I remember. So Nar literally could just be the squanch guy, <laughs> like uh, perfectly. So uh, there's some good stuff there, I guess. Amumu could make a really good Morty, like insecure and no friends. You'd really have to change that model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how they. It would feel a little forced, but dude. I'm going to share an idea too. So when I heard you guys talking about skins on the last podcast, I mentioned, or I thought in my head, like I have to remember to mention this. Udyr, where every stance is just another League of Legends character. Like Phoenix, you could do a Nivea. Tiger, you could do Rengar. Turtle, you could do Rammus. And Bear, you could do Volibear. And you could either make it like callbacks to those champions where like, for turtle stance, he just like wears a little ramus shell, mm-hmm. or you can make it super dark, where he's like wearing the skin of the other <laughs> champion. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like definitely not Udyr, right? He's kind of like wearing skins uh, of animals, not. Oh, I don't champions. remember that skin that super well. But oh. you could make like Rangar's corpse like baggy and like pajamas <laughs> on, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a different like Ninja Turtle or something, but yeah, you went to nah, the skins of his I'm on the million dollar ideas. None of those none no just sellout <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Oh, let's make it ninja turtles. So that's yeah, so Rick and Morty's my answer to that, my long answer to that question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I well yeah, I mean I guess if you listen to the other ones and like <clears throat> i thought that like there was a lot that thematically fit or that you could make really easy fits with like the models for like harry potter and stuff um, with, like, see my problem is, is i don't like i haven't seen i've seen one harry potter movie, mm-hmm. okay. so i don't i couldn't i couldn't really add anything to that i don't know yeah other than like magic i guess like there's probably rise 
would be included, I would imagine. There could be a yeah, it's hard too with just the animation differences and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, seven. definitely. Because you, you can't, like, <clears throat> like the, you get so used to seeing a chain or like a character in certain animation styles. Oh, yeah. And, and then if you try to, like, work that into League of Legends, like, I think one game that has done so bad at, like, not forcing stuff and just letting it be natural, like, League implements a lot of things really naturally. Like, Heroes of the Storm like add skins that feel so forced like <clears throat> like uh, i don't know how familiar you are with the skins but like some of the like they'll just take a character and turn it into a robot hmm. and it feels and it just feels awful huh. does that make sense kind yeah of? like they'll just turn any character into a robot and not you're not talking you just like literally just like the skin as a robot skin. Yeah, like they'll okay. they'll just turn, they'll just take the character and cover it, like make it look like a robot of that character with no like no context at all. Like he like League gives like a nice splash art with like a background and something and like mm-hmm. has themes of like well we have a dragon slayer line of skins or whatever. Right. Heroes of the Storm just—they just get a bunch of interns in a room and say, "Go crazy, guys." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, you know, new, I, so, anything new today? Oh, well, we got uh, five more robots. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> you give us anything, and we'll put it in the game. So, good work, guys. Yeah. Oh, we got every character's santa now too oh okay yeah <laughs> like you know it's the middle of july right yeah, <laughs> uh, okay nope well we can we're never gonna get through this interview expose <laughs> the deep workings of your mind now with you know these intricate questions here uh are these the real ones or are these still yeah icebreakers? yeah yeah these are real ones now so okay um give a little spiel about how you feel jungle currently is as far as like how strong it is or like what its limitations are and then how you would kind of rate it against the other four lanes okay well so i guess just to give people a little bit of context context uh former c9 jungler uh (laughs) been playing since season zero um but no don't respect my opinion at all but this is my opinion of jungle i think that it is a extremely balanced lane or extremely balanced role right now um well balancing is hard like using the word balance in the jungle is hard because there's like two criteria a champion has to meet like okay low, when low, you cut out there for a second, so you might need to repeat that lesson. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'll just start from the top. Part, yeah. yeah. So I think jungle is a super difficult lane to like talk about whether it's balanced or not, because like there, there's two criteria a champion has to meet to play jungle. Like it has to have low cooldowns and AOE. Um, well, 
kind of there's even like some exceptions to the rules there like if you're playing a tank champion you can go like sunfire and that helps you clear so -hmm. basically like you just need to consider how good your clear is in the jungle like so if you take like morgana and put her up against like lux for instance Mm -hmm. morgana is going to have sustain aoe and her cooldown reduction it's reduced based on how many things she's hitting so like how many times her heal is procced i think right. like takes a second off each skill or maybe just her w just her w yeah so like you literally by like level three or four you can have two w's down at a time on a raptor camp yep yeah so then you like put her up against lux <clears throat> she has like a shield for sustain but i get like that takes mana and then her cooldowns are pretty big. So, like, if she throws her E out, she can hit everything. But, like, that's on, like, a 8 or 10 second cooldown or whatever. So, she's not going to be able to clear. But and a, a good majority of champions in League of Legends, like you could take them into the jungle. Whether they're going to be optimal or not, like, you could take them there. Like, I could take Trindamir into the jungle. And mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be the most competitive, but you could take them there. Yeah. So, like, how do you balance for that as a like we're well over a hundred champions now and a good majority of them can go in the jungle. So like given that situation, I think that the jungle is pretty balanced because there's so many things you have to account for when trying to balance the game in the jungle. You know what I mean? I probably feel, I don't know if it's the opposite, but differently. I don't think it's, I think they have a hard time balancing it because they're constantly i feel like every single year they change how the xp functions and in the next patch there's changes coming to the jungle as far as uh xp as far as like health on certain monsters and all this stuff yeah Um, yeah so i i think that that's a very like i don't know how to word this without sounding offensive and i'm not so i'm not trying to like not trying to be rude at all but i think that that's like a um a very simple way to look at jungle is that like how much gold does the jungle monster give and how much xp because most people don't think of jungle as a 1v1 lane but it like it is like you have it unless you're just running through your creeps or your jungle camps and then ganking a lane like if you're doing that, then yeah, jungle is really one dimensional. And the only thing that determines balance is amount of gold given and XP by a, a, a ground. But what people don't think about is like, those things are important, but if you're being counter jungled, like, like at the same time I'm gaining XP and gold, even if it's like way too fast, like let's say I'm, I'm gaining way too much XP and way too much gold. Well, so is their jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you compare like mid to jungle and i'm and my gold per minute is way higher than mids then yeah you might be like well jungle's broken but i think you have to compare jungle to jungle like somebody on their team has the same opportunity to gather the same experience in gold that i do so it's always weird to me that like what if we judge jungle by amount of xp and amount of gold then but we don't judge any other lanes by what their creeps give in XP and gold. 
Like that's not a fair comparison. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that like what I think a much better like determining uh, determination of like balance in the jungle is um is almost more about like objectives and like the state of vision in the game and like because if if jungle allows a champion to get really strong well the other team should have an equally strong champion because i guess add in something to that well i mean if you're getting strong like just off of like jungle then it's probably at the expense of the other jungler so um like you think that there's good counter jungling going on and well and i mean that's just the game in itself is somebody has to get an advantage somehow um so it's not like it needs to be it's not like each game is gonna have you know two super strong junglers or something like that um but i think um i don't i don't know i i think that like okay i guess this could be a maybe a much easier way to talk about it i think if you just sit in your jungle and farm and gank when it's convenient i don't think that you're going to be massively stronger than any other lane right now yeah i would hope not Um... right so i and and i don't think that like there's a few champions right now who just have ridiculous clear and probably can hyper farm a jungle and then like also counter jungle and hyper farm theirs and like still have still be waiting on respawn timers. Um, but I think that like most of the time I'm in the jungle, there's always something for me to do. Like if I farm my side and then go to gank and then like look for a scuttle crab or something, like I'm not running out of things to do and gathering golden XP is such a huge rate mm-hmm. that um that I think it's the game is unbalanced. Okay. Um you feel opposite of that? No, I don't feel opposite of it. Um I just it with the amount of like attention and changes that go into like jungle year in and year out it seems like they might not always be like where they want to be with it um and then some people always seem to find some weird exploit uh with jungle that then leads to other people complaining that they're just getting I, that makes Perma me think of by junglers. Yeah, that makes me think of like I can't think of a ton of them, but that makes me think of like when they redid Nasus's stacking mechanic in the jungle. Right. <laughs> and he would just come out of the jungle with like 500 stacks, like stupid early and queue you and you're just like like how this get through playtest. <laughs> yeah, right. But I don't think there's anything like that's just I don't think I think there's strong stuff right now, but I don't think there's anything absurd right now. Which is kind of where I like the game to be. Like I like the ebb sure. and the flow and the constant change of like this is a little bit stronger, this is a little bit stronger. But there I don't think there's anything right now that is just stupid. Okay. Yeah. Uh okay, so I guess um 
I think when I did the Marksman episode in like ADC, I think I put it fourth as far as most impactful role. Um, and then I yeah. think mid got first. So okay. um, jungle would be, I mean, actually, I mean, jungle would be probably be like, probably switches back and forth between that and mid as far as most impactful. Um, okay. So first or second for that, but where would you kind of see that? Yeah, that's, um. I definitely think that ADC is like, the least impactful lane right or the least impact like i think a support is even more important oh yeah support ADC. for sure is i think top lane you think the adc is above top lane as far as impact on the game yeah really yeah. yeah i would definitely say that top lane and adc top lane adc and support are my bottom three and i think the jungle and mid are definitely one and two mm-hmm um and then close between ah, that's tough that's actually a really good question right so if i had to say i would say that mid lane if i lose a game normally it's because of the mid laner first and then jungle and then support no yeah then support then yeah. top, then ADC would be my order, I think. Okay. Yeah. But because so, sometimes, though, dude, you get like a top laner who's good at macro and like they just run the map, dude. Like, you yeah, can, I when mean, there's pressure and stuff. There's always going to be games, you know, where a top laner is just destroying you and stuff like that. I think just think holistically, uh, taking everything into account. I just think it's a lot of times just an island. Yeah. No, definitely. The only time, honestly, like, the only time I ever give a shit about top when I'm jungling is if I have a buddy playing it. Right. <laughs> like, otherwise, I'm just like, you're probably not going to, it's going to be a wet noodle fight up there. I don't have to worry about you feeding because, I like, that's top lane. Like, if I'm, <laughs> there's probably, like, moments, like, when I've been streaming and, like, playing top lane, I'll just say, like, like, I'll just say out loud, like, yeah, my jungler just doesn't know we exist up here. Dude, so. yeah. It, well, it's, the le- it's like the least eventful lane. Like, mm-hmm. like if someone's going to feed, they're going to first feed in the bot lane, and then every mid player has a big head, so they have to 1v1 all the time. So then the second most, pl- like, concerning place is mid. But, like, top laners, it's like – you. Malphite and Tree Guy. What's his name? Am I drawing a blank? Maokai. Maokai. Yeah, it's like you guys couldn't kill each other if you wanted to. So <laughs> I'm not going to like come up and try to ruin the good thing you've got going. <laughs> so as a jungler, if you're like trying to control the game and keep it within your control, you're going to babysit mid and bot, right? Mm-hmm. Top is like, yeah, you might die. You might get like solo killed once or twice, but. You know, the, it's not as big, like a fed, I guess a fed Maokai is not nearly as concerning as a fed, you know, Fizz mm-hmm. or whatever. So. um, Okay, so does the role feel rewarding or not? And do you feel useful? And I'll just kind of make an initial statement here. And that, uh, 
I'm, I'm done jungling unless I'm with like a group because this role is so awful to play. Yeah. So this is all, this is a uh, really, this question has more depth than like you'd think on the surface because <laughs> if it's rewarding or not, like on one hand, you can literally just hit tab and look at the enemy jungler's farm and then look at your farm because mm -hmm. like not only can control, can you control how well farmed you are, but you can also control how starved their jungler is. Yeah. So like, it's super easy to tell how well you're doing just by comparing your farm to the jungle's farm. Because like in lane, if you try to deny farm from the enemy team, like you, you're rolling the dice of getting killed by their jungle. Like you have to play up or you have to like, you have to do something that keeps them from farming. So it's not as easy where, as a jungler where I just literally have to budget my time and plan my pathing and like try to take farm from them. It's like Dota 2 stuff. Like you, you can make one of their characters weaker by playing better. Whereas in lane, I feel like that's not as much the case because if you're a Xerath mid, like you're going to farm close to on par. You're not going to fall way behind. Um, Whereas it's easier to make their it's easier to affect their jungler's farm than it is for like a mid laner to starve another mid laner. Mm -hmm. um, so it's rewarding in that sense, but then in another sense, like you're the first person blamed for everything. Everything, dude. Every, yeah, like I if if top dies, it's your fault because they mm -hmm. pinged come gank, and like and when they're pinging come gank they're not considering that you're halfway through a blue buff and like, you don't want this thing to leash back. Cause you just wasted 15 seconds of game time. Like, yeah, they, they don't realize that your job is not just ganking. Like you also have to keep up farm and stuff. Or if like valuable. they die because they got ganked. It's like, Oh, well, why weren't you here? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and yeah, totally. So it's, it's super rewarding in the sense that you can make another jungler's life miserable and and just make them a non make the game a 4v5 much easier than you can do that in lane yeah but it's also very depressing when like you're just getting roasted by every, like you have three losing lanes none mm. of them have set up ganks for you like they're all pushing into their turret con right. uh, enemy turret con like they just think that you're supposed to swoop into the lane somehow and kill and help set up the kill and it's just not that way yeah, like you'll have a lane like they don't go put out vision and then they push up and then like they die and then it's like oh jungle gap like like no like <laughs> yeah you, you people just like they don't like they just don't admit their mistakes it's like yeah maybe I could have like been in the area and pathed better maybe but like you also just need to like own up to it, what you're doing <laughs> yeah and and don't play like. Like for lanes, my my motto when I'm playing lane is play like you don't have a jungler. And if you play like you don't have a jungler, like what's the best way to say? It? Play like you don't have a jungler until he's pinging like I'm coming, and then set up for him or something. Or like you you have to watch your jungler's path and help him out because the way that like your camp spawn in the jungle. If I don't keep a good clear going, then I just lose so much momentum and become so worthless that 
you know, I don't know. People just don't think about they're only they're only thinking about their lanes, and they just see junglers like bonus damage this and that, like, mm-hmm. and, and not as like he does have stuff he has he has boxes he has to check. Yeah. And if I, you know, and if I'm making my lane super inconvenient for him, then he's just gonna ignore me, and then they blame me when they yeah. die. So yeah, that's we're probably over explaining like a really, you know, obvious thing, uh-huh. but it can't be that obvious because like you'll be red side you'll be bot side and tops like peeing pinging assist me mm-hmm. and it's like dude if i run by all these camps to come help you that it's just so bad for the team end game and then like like he doesn't understand we, you have to clear your way to top and gank on the way say we yes say i run past all that and then like gank you and say we kill the guy but like i die in it like Oh, just so I'm gonna be bad. a level behind the jungle. Yeah, yeah. They they just don't understand. They just think that like they think that like you're playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you're just a lifeline. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm getting pushed in. I need to use my lifeline. It's like, no, I'm not. Like, I have stuff I have to do as well. And yeah. part of yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the best place to for me to leave that. Yeah. When when I reached plat, I basically told myself that like i have to stop jungling not because of like the abuse even but like i don't i don't care enough to put in the effort uh for that role to um learn different pathing learn how how to better like know where the enemy jungle is like and know uh-huh. like how to effectively like counter jungle uh I was really just like set in my ways of how I jungled and if it worked out, it worked out. Um, and I was like, I'm going to start getting like completely wrecked by people. Yeah. No dude. And that's why I think that's why I like jungles because people don't realize the depth that yeah. the role has. Like mm-hmm. that's why when, um, I, I can't remember if we were talking about like the strengths of the role or not, what it was, but people don't realize it's a one V one role. Like you're, your outcome is directly based on how well you play against their enemy jungler. And like, obviously like mid can roam to help their jungler or whatnot, but like, you're really only going to find, you're really only going to start being really successful in jungle when you start understanding, like when you can snag a Raptor camp from the enemy jungle and like where Mm -hmm. to expect their jungler to be how to lay wards so that you can track their enemy jungles movement and like you like ideally you don't even want to be farming your side of the jungle like you'd rather go clear their whole side of the jungle because a it's the same as clearing your side and b you're denying them all that Mm -hmm. so and like people just don't think about the depth of like people think you just do your clear and then find a lane that's good to gank right you know what i mean and it's not that and that and i'm slowly learning that dynamic and how to do it better and and it's um and then you see how rewarding jungle is like you can get super strong um if you're farming efficiently ganking efficiently and you can make their player their jungler super weak if you're playing his jungle right one thing that super bothers me um especially like at our level um and it shouldn't be this case with how long it's kind of been this way 
but like it's super important for junglers to get those early scuttle crabs it's a lot of gold um and xp and like mid lane or bot lane or top lane but usually it's mid lane just do not look at their mini map and just uh-huh. don't give a fuck and then like i will get just and like their middle move and like i'll be pinging or whatever and then i'll like either i'll die or I'll like i have to give up the scuttle and then like i'll lose the bottom scuttle too or something like that and it's like mm-hmm. okay well now i'm a whole level down because you just wanted to farm a caster minion and yeah and no definitely that people don't people don't have a good grasp on and and not to say i do but like if i'm talking about it afterwards like this i can understand it people don't have a good grasp on the macro of the game and how everything fits together and like they have they literally salary people at riot games to balance the game and that like if they put a scuttle crab in a game and they give a certain amount of gold and a certain amount of xp for it and like where they put it on the map like they're designing this map in a way that they want the junglers to meet at the scuttle crab and fight over it and it needs to be worth mids time to come down or to come up and like or down i guess and help the jungler fight for that scuttle crab like they don't realize they don't know how to prioritize those different things and so mid's like well if i leave mid i'm gonna lose farm and they're gonna have more farm than me it's like yeah but they didn't just put the scuttle crab there for fun and spawn at this certain time gold is like this entire wave (laughs) and still be fine and our team could still be like even with them yeah Um, If we get the scuttle crab, if you go down and help your jungler, you're almost guaranteeing to be mm-hmm. one you at level three, um, and and so it's hard, and like, like rules are known for certain things, like mid definitely. Top side. It always seems to be super coming to help. Like, but it just doesn't happen. Support is like sticks in lane with the ADC. And like, so yeah, yeah I, I don't think people think about jungle that much other than when it's like, what are you going to do for me? Yep. Go ahead and put it. Yeah. Um, kind of already touched on balance stuff. So we can to um, what style of play do you think is most effective in the jungle? So like playing uh tanks or bruisers or assassins um yeah mages jungle's one of those weird roles that that i think i think the cool thing about jungle is you can literally be the flex pick for your team like everything seems viable in the jungle right now as far as like does your team need a tank Mm -hmm. well you know there's options does your team need more damage there's options like just short of straight support 
Like, like you can even find a lot of utility in the jungle. Like, we were just talking about Morganas being the way, for Pete's sakes. I mean, Ivern's viable. I mean, that's just kind of straight support. Yeah. Well, but see, the Ivern, Ivern has a built a kit built for jungle, though. Like, yeah, can, okay. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like, yep. he can exist in the jungle and keep up with, like, keep his income up. Whereas, like, if you wanted to play someone like Thresh or Leona, okay, it would just yeah. be for memes. Yeah. Um. Because they just don't have what it takes to clear the jungle. I think you've done both of those, probably. Oh, 100%, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. And then you always you always think it's going to be the most fun thing ever. And then you get five minutes into your game, and you're like, God, this was stupid. And then you <laughs> rinse and repeat that same idea for the next game. But, yeah, that's why I think jungle right now, like, if your team needs utility, it, you might not have the options that, like, the support role has, but there's something. If your team needs tank... Like, a lot of tanks can exist in the jungle just because Sunfire is so good, um, as far as clear goes. Assassins, mages, like, even a lot of AD, their kit just has built in what it takes to clear the jungle. So, you know, you, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything, probably what excels right now is just anything with clear speed. Low cooldowns, clear speed. Yep. You know. Yeah, that's why like Viego's killing it. Like no mana, you just spam your skills. Morgana's killing it because her W resets. Like yeah, so like basically for the first four months of the year in like pro play, everyone just picked Hecarim Udir and Hecarim they, Udir, yeah, and they they cleared everything and basically they got to. 950 gold they based they bought cooldown boots and then they just perma cleared like it was really boring to watch <laughs> um yeah. but then also they're two really like fast characters um and so yeah. movement speed's been really uh prioritized uh, i kind of miss the udir era because like I don't know. Like I, I, I consistently play League of Legends, but I go through kicks of like really focusing and like seeing what the pros are playing and what's really, yeah. really tuned to like be the best right now. And Udyr just, I would see him played in games, and he just always like, yeah, if you prioritize Phoenix stance, like you'll half health like an ADC or whatever. Like you'll get that one time where you just pop somebody. But that champion is just so worthless to me because like. Your only mechanism of getting on people is just running at them. <laughs> like, sit in a bush and wait, or, like, sprint, like, build a lot of movement speed and, like, dot, like dodge abilities and stuff. Like, he, he that champion's just kind of lost on me. Like, I, hmm. I, I don't really understand, like, not super fun to play. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I've probably played him once, so I, I <laughs> can't add much to how he functions. But um, yeah, he just is—he's been very popular lately. Yeah, but that's just because, like, well, it's probably not just because of trick, but like, I don't know. It's funny to think about the role that like content creators have in shaping yeah. the game, dude. Well, yeah, like, I mean, every time I see a Draven like on my team, I get anxiety. Yeah. I'm about to get railed. My teammate is about to eat. Yeah, yeah. The, the amount of influence streamers have on a game is, or on a game like this, definitely. 
is kind of crazy. Because I just don't like Udyr might be good, but like if you compare him to like a Hecarim, like they do the same thing. They run you down, but Hecarim just has more options. So yeah, like, Hecarim just got pretty big nerfs. Um, uh, so like I agree that um you kind of build them differently, but. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying as far as like your job, Udyr's job is to run down the carries. Hecarim's job, run down the carries. Mm-hmm. Hecarim has a dash that goes entirely across your screen. He has the same movement speed steroids. He has sustain with his W. And he has damage. And he just has enough damage. Like, Udyr's only option is spam your abilities so you get that passive movement speed and pop ghost or you know like he just doesn't have the options that that hecarim has and other champions have so i just don't get him and that's probably because i don't follow enough of like the fine tuning like he's doing a lot of damage right now or like they buffed his turtle so he has way better sustainability just his kit in general i don't understand like like he just seems like a top laner who should just brawl with somebody all day, to me. See, I don't even know what the question was that led us down that road. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. How do season eleven item reworks factor into the strength weakness of the jungle? Because I think that is kind of what spawned the whole. Hecarim Udyr meta was the emergence of the turbo chem tank. Oh. Uh, they both would just build that. And that's why people were begging for Hecarim Nurse, because he would build the full tank, and then he would still just one-shot everything. Um, okay. What was the What's the difference between, like, turbo chem tank and righteous glory? Uh, pff, I don't know. The stats are different on them. Uh, yeah, but, like, why, why does that... Why is Udyr all of a sudden super good and like, why are people onto that now? Yeah, I'm not. Like Righteous Glory was always an option. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Um, well, Righteous Glory, you had to be in, like, basically, someone you had to be within a certain range for it to activate. Work. Whereas Turbo Chem Tank, you just get, I think you just get the speed boost. So you can even, like, run away with it? I thought I thought Chem Tank, you still had to be facing somebody. Uh, I'm almost certain you have to be. Oh yeah, it is when moving towards. A, but is does tur- it have or a visible enemy not? champion? Visible within two thousand radius. I I don't know how big the radius is. Of righteous glory, yeah. Um, and it doesn't. Well, I don't. Give I don't know how else. big two thousand radius is. There's no like, no Bammy Cinder Burn effect or anything on that, right? Nope. So it's 20 ability haste, 350 health, 25 armor, 25 magic resistance. And okay, then it's when probably you... the ability haste then. It's probably um, the ability haste. And then after um, the four seconds are up, which is how long it lasts for, um, or when an enemy champion is within. 225 range, you emit a shockwave, slowing enemy champions. 
by 50% for one and a half. Seconds. And what does it give you? Oh, wait, it does have Emily. It does have a bombing center. So, yeah, you build. Oh, okay. bombing center. All right. Okay. So now you can build that in the jungle. Like you can build that oh, first yeah, item. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. that explains it right there, then. Um, Okay, yeah, I guess that answers the question, that, or that explains it. What was um, what was the question now for this part? Uh, like the item reworks and how those factor into like, yeah. String. So, um, yeah, jungle can like so like we already said that like, you can take any any champion in your jungle, whether it's like an assassin, a tank, or mm -hmm. utility or anything. So I think that like there's no excuse for saying anything's weak or like unbalanced in the jungle because you can literally take anything there um but like reworked items in general i think are super unfair for some lanes like like to me it feels like mid has unlimited options with their items and like bot has nothing like do you want to dash or does your champion auto attack a lot? Right. Like those are your options. Okay. Go Kraken Slayer. If you're going to get a lot of autos off, if you're Jin and you don't have any mobility, use Gale Force. And also like, Gale Force. dude, it makes no sense to make items that add like these champions their kit was like somebody sat down and put a lot of thought into their kit and like what that champion can do and don't give it like don't give that champion too much but give it just enough to be successful if somebody plays it right and then you add a dash that gale force like the it's not just some small like like it's like a flash almost or it's probably not quite the range of a flash, right? Oh well, um, and it can't go through walls. I don't. Well, think. last night I was uh, after you and your brother went to sleep. Caleb and I were playing, and I flashed on the enemy ADC, and they like gale forced away. And Caleb was like, "Yeah, f your five minute cooldown, dude." <laughs> yeah, for ninety seconds or whatever. Yeah. It is. And dude, it like it just seems like you're introducing new things to the game like there's core things that the game is built around and like champions are designed to complement those core things but then you add new items in that um that change how you play a champion so drastically that like how can you expect to keep balance or like keep a good flow to the game when like the order of the order of things that they're making and adding aren't in line anymore like Jin should not have the point of Jin. he like he shouldn't have a dash that's the point of him yeah like, the point he, of he a does, lot of marksmen is that they shouldn't have yeah a dash and, and the like he's meant to get bonus movement speed so you spacing mm -hmm. is super important with Jin, and then he has a stun which is like his fail safe or like like a and then you give him a dash, and it's like, okay, well, now I'm never going to kill Jen. Yeah, and, like, you – so, like, I'm someone who, like – I mean, I, I usually pick for comfort first and foremost, but, like, I'll think about, like, what might be useful for the team or something. And so, like, if the enemy team picks someone like Jen or something, I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's not – he, you know, he's not Ezreal, so, like, he's – so, like, picking, like, Blitzcrank or something into this is, like, 
can be really useful because he yeah. can't dash away. But like, oh wait, no, like now he has a dash. Nope, he can just dash away. Yeah, and 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 they make that accessible to everyone. Like, yeah. so I just think that item item of actives like there's definitely a line of like what the item can do and i'm cool with like giving them really funky actives like gale force like oh he just slides forward or whatever that's super cool and i like that they spice the game up a ton with the new items but i think that there's definitely a line somewhere in there and and things like gale force cross it like what's the one not prowler's crawl but is it called like Stormbreaker? breaker the stride breaker stride breaker yeah mm-hmm. that's the dash yeah. like I've Dash played, yeah, and like you play top lane, and you master matchups. Like I understand Darius's pull range. Mm-hmm. Like I've played against this so much that I've mastered how close I can get to him. Right. And then all of a sudden, he stride breakers at you and pulls you, and you're like, <laughs> I just like what? Yeah. I played this game for so long and memorized all this like info I needed to know, and then he can just stride breaker at me and pull me, yeah. and. It's just like, I think that you you can change the game so fast that people's knowledge base can't keep up with it, and that's when it starts to feel bad. Yeah, whereas, like, you're playing tanks, and it's like, yeah, okay, we're just going to beef up uh, Sunfire Cape. That's a mythic now. Uh, Iceborne Gauntlet, that's, like, another one. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to, like, it's, just like, the same items. There's, like, not really different like tank items like there wasn't really like a stride breaker before for like yeah that just starts fighters that just starts becoming like the whole power creep thing yeah like and i'm all for i'm all for spicing the game up like i thought that i think that net good like the item changes have been a net good to like make things new and interesting again um but there's a lot of things i mean like you're salaried to think of new things that make the games spicy. Like, I think there's a, I think they could have done it in a better way. I think the game is now better because they added these items and made it more interesting. But I think that they definitely could have done it in a better way. Yeah. Um, I think like, I don't know how like the conversation went to where they're like, okay, we're going to, because they have to, like, when they're making these items, right, they're probably somebody who's like, okay, well, this is going to be useful, like, on these champions or whatever, and, like, is this going to, like, break the game or something like that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, here's Stridebreaker um, and or even Prowler's Claw, uh, which is a dash. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, let's... Oh, who's this really going to... Oh, Renekton, who gets two dashes already on top of his flash like yeah. how is any marksman supposed to ever get away Escape from that? Now. yeah and even like, with i think course. i think stride or uh prowler scrawl is actually like a really cool in-between item if you're talking if you're talking like as examples of like what's game breaking and what's not and like what fits into league of legends good and what doesn't like gale force is just a free dash in any direction Prowler's Call has to have a target. So, like, there's yeah, definitely a condition true. that has to be met. Like, Prowler's Claw, think about it. Like, I don't even know how you'd implement this. Um, but, again, those people are paid money to, like, sit and think about this. What if there was, like, a condition that had to be met for you to get that dash? Like, mm-hmm. like you, you, um, 
you have to be under 50% health or like right. just something that is not a free flash. Yeah. Because then it like, then it's at least closer. I, I don't know. It just seems like they're just, they added new items and, and gave them crazy passives. Like Dylan, when Dylan and I play Dota 2, like everything is broken in the game. And he said like Dota 2's theory is if everything's broken, nothing's broken. Mm-hmm. Like, League sometimes struggles to like um they struggle to give champions the tools they need to like do certain tasks. And like when you when you add in Gale Force and just give random champions, any champion that scales off AD a free dash, it's like okay, we either need to stick with the motto of like everything's broken, or we need to stick with the motto of balance. And sometimes things feel so obviously broken. That it's like, are you just like what? It's hard to get in their mind and understand what their thought process was. Yeah, I'm also jealous of Dota too. Don't they have the uh, Prisoner's Island system for toxic players? Where they all <laughs> play with each other. Not like where you just play with each other. Yeah, and you have to like win um, to Dota, get out of it. <laughs> I haven't played enough to uh yeah they're like if you talk to people can learn to band together we'll reintroduce you into society yep. <laughs> like um, league, league is far enough uh doing that yeah I, I haven't played enough dota 2 to like we like i'm playing with my mmrs is such a level that people aren't even talking like the, right. everyone's so lost in my games that they don't know <laughs> if somebody's inting or not yeah so like you can't flame people. So I've heard of that before, so I'm sure it's true, but um yeah. Yeah, league honestly though, like league I haven't noticed is like it's still obviously a toxic game and there are toxic people. But do you, I feel like it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, I think it's it's not definitely not every game. I think it's It used uh, to be every game, dude. It's yeah. Now it's like uh I don't know, like one in ten, where there's gonna be somebody who's like really bad. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I think that you're you get so offended by somebody that you wish that league had these severe punishments or crackdowns. So like, like I'll be in the jungle. The thing that gets me is when somebody just says something out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like you go to contest scuttle crab, and like if their mid laner comes to help, so obviously you're gonna lose scuttle. Mm-hmm. And then their jungler says something like "easy," I'm just like, "Oh, you son of a gun!" Yeah, yeah. I have all chat mu- muted, but like, I should probably only have my team chat muted and then I'll chat people because yeah, your team's always the worst. Like, team's actually worse. <laughs> oh yeah. But all right, well, give me the we next can... one. Well... <laughs> Okay, so that interview is continuing next week. We will have the second half. The entire tier list uh, will be the episode uh, next weekend. And then we will jump into top lane or support for our second to last one in this series. And then we'll wrap up with whichever one is left. I did not plan on this one going this long to have to split it into two episodes. But, I mean, I'm not upset that it did. There's a clear uh, dividing point that I think fits perfectly fine to then make into two episodes but 
Um, that being said, that is it for this week's episode. Uh, just a reminder that uh, I do stream on Twitch uh, a few days a week at twitch.tv slash thatfunkyodor. Uh, you can follow the channel and then you can get notified when I'm live and we just do usually League of Legends content on there, but sometimes we play other games also. Uh, and maybe eventually I'll start um, doing the podcasts on there and having the guests on there and doing video that way. Um, but we'll see. And um, for those of you wondering, I have stopped doing the YouTube videos for these. Um, it was just it was taking up a bit too much of my time, and maybe I'll do them in the future. But, uh, yeah, so those have been stopping for now. But we are on Twitch, and if you have any suggestions for the podcast, uh, funkyordergaming at gmail.com is the place to send those. And I appreciate everyone for listening, and we will be back next week. <laughs>